Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Sharpie and Steve. Hello. Hello. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy. How's it going? It's going well. Not too bad. It's been a good year. We've got Disney News. Lauren is at, what is it, the Festival of the Arts? The Epcot, Epcot International Festival. Festival. Wow. Wow. Festival of the Arts. Wow. Just tripping, tripping all over yourself yes. there, Steve. So when she's back, we'll have some Festival of the Art news. Yep, we'll have that. Um, but today we've just got some general news from around the world, air quote. And, um, well, let's, I'm going to start with Steve. Okay. Um, I know Sharpie's got a, a little one in, to, to share later, but um, go ahead, Steve. Okay. So, yeah, so this week in Disney News, the Grand Floridian uh, has reopened the Grand Floridian Spa. Uh, if you don't know where that is, it's kind of located. If you're facing the hotel, it's to the right over there by the wedding pavilion. When I, I think when I worked there, or right after I worked there, they built it. And I remember it being a, a big deal before the wedding pavilion. So I, I guess it was closed and they did a little refresh on it. It does have a nicer, kind of more Victorian feel to it. Sharpie and I were talking before the show. Uh, they have all your regular massages. They have a grand massage, a, mas- a massage for two. Um, and then they also have a salon. So they have all full service or full range of salon services, uh, haircuts, manicures, pedicures, the whole thing there. Uh, and like at most of these spas, they have kind of a relaxation room uh, to where you can wait in before and after your treatment. So that is now available to book. And they're booking reservations starting for January 26th. So I have only been to one spa at Walt Disney World <laughs> ever. Have you been to a spa, Sharpie? Sharpie's thinking about yeah. the cruise. Oh, I've been on those. Which spa have yeah, you been to? Uh, yeah, I have been to, I've actually toured the spa at Saratoga Springs. Yeah. Uh, and then I have uh, done services at the Grand Floridian. Oh, so. okay. Well, there you go. I don't think I've done any spa services. I did the Beach Club. The Beach Club was nice. When did you do that? And my girlfriend worked there. Oh. At okay. the time. Okay. That was an awesome spa. Long, long time ago. You used to be able to, when you were a cast member, you could remember. get a membership. What? You could get a membership as a cast member to the gyms because they weren't owned by Disney. And I had a membership to the one at the beach club. And so I would go and work out because the beach club was awesome because they had the workout and then they had a hot tub kind of in the back area of it that was inside. And then they had a sauna and a steam room. Oh, the steam nice. was so nice. And then you got to park there and walk by the really nice pool. Uh, so it was like a little mini vacation. You could, and you could work out. You get like a monthly membership. Very nice. Yeah. Now, was it an outdoor sauna only open in the summer? No. no All natural no, no, Florida no, heat and humidity? No. no. <laughs> the steam room was the best because it has that eucalyptus really oh, yeah. great smell. Oh. And they had a section with like, machines uh and then they had a section with uh i don't know more cardio so 
weight machines and then they had all your cardio machines. So it was a nice, so when celebration had the best gym ever, but anyways, well, they probably still do. Yeah. They, that gym was amazing. So yeah, head over to the Grand Floridian. The spot will be open by the time we're, uh, release the show. Well, and this is purely speculation and, and rumor, but, um, I know being the mother of some girls who are growing up, they are not allowed at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique anymore. And um, I don't know if it's in conjunction with the spa or with Trellis. Uh, it used to be with Trellis. Um, they could get older girls could get their hair done in some of the fun Bibbidi Bobbidi type princess styles. And they could add, you know, more of a, an, a, a grown up twist to it. But uh, I'm not sure where they're going to have those or if they're going to have them. But I do hope that they have those again because, you know, you're never too old to want to get all done up like a princess or, you know, in, in a cool, funky hairdo. So hopefully we'll see that. Your princess updos. Yeah. Well, they had 365 in Disneyland, Anaheim. And that was at downtown Disney and they had, I think you were allowed to be up to 14 and I believe Bibbidi Bobbidi is, it's 12, right? The age Mm -hmm. limit. So I do believe. Yeah. So we, we snuck the girl, well, Amber, Amber got to go when she was over 12. So that was good out in California. So it was, it's just a nice option. Um, you know, the girls like to do that kind of stuff and they didn't get princessy hair, hairstyles. They got more fancy braids and they actually knotted Amber's hair and in this string of knots, it would almost look like a headband and it probably sounds really tacky and, and weird, but the way they did it was actually quite beautiful. So good stuff. Once a different, a, different way to dress up. Yeah. Once a girly girl, always a girly girl. Fancy, fancy. Yeah. So I will jump in next. I want to talk about, uh, it's, it's kind of a new product for a lot of people. Um, you may have heard of it, you may not, but it's National Geographic Expeditions. And they're going to have some really cool things coming in 23, 2023. They're going to have some new departure dates for their signature land, their private expedition, and the river cruise itineraries, and uh, highlighting a reimagined trip to Costa Rica. And it will, it will have all kinds of wildlife. Um, they're big on conservation, so you're going to see a lot of that touched on. Um, but what they do is they take a small group, uh, 16 to 25 travelers, and they combine the best of exploration with a review of the culture and the history, the heritage. You know, you really get to know the, the area and you also get to know the natural wildlife. So the one, well, they're going to have some, some new destinations um, and, and rounding out their top destinations will be Patagonia, Egypt, India, and Borneo. and. Let's see, specifically on the Costa Rica one, you're going to go through the country's rich biodiversity and learn about their conservation efforts. 
you will visit wetlands and tropical rainforests. You can see lots of animals in their natural habitat, perhaps monkeys, sloths. I would be very excited to see a sloth. Uh, birds, frogs, all kinds of lovely animals. You get to do a visit to a family-run coffee, cacao, and sugar cane, sugar cane plantation. Um, you'll get to participate in cloud forest conservation products. And this is cool. You get to journey to the Leatherback Turtle Trust to learn more about monitoring the turtles and what they do there to help and protect the turtles. Um, and then on occasion, um, you might be lucky enough to have National Geographic expert Vanessa Beasy. Um, she's a National Geographic Society grantee. She's a marine biologist and wildlife conservationist. She will join Select Departures. So that's pretty cool to have a true expert like that join your, your adventure. That, I like that. Um, the National Geographic River Cruises are going to be um, taking you to wonderful cities, forgotten villages, and the endless countryside, all while exploring some of Europe's most historic waterways aboard world-class ships. They're going to partner again, or still, with AMA Waterways. Disney does this with their Adventures by Disney. Uh, and AMA is a premier luxury cruise line, river cruise line. Um, you will have, again, a National Geographic expert that is sailing with you. Could be a historian or an archaeologist, maybe an author. But they will give presentations on board that accompany the daily excursions. So kind of like lesson and then you get out there and you actually do it. So it's like classroom come to life. Um, there will also be a National Geographic photographer who offers professional tips on tech and techniques and um, more, more about capturing the artistry to help voyagers capture incredible moments while they're out in these wonderful locations. Uh, they do have a booking special. If you, excuse me, um, if you book early, you can save up to $750 per person on the 2023 National Geographic Expedition River Cruises. And those would be for sailing. Um, it could be, well, now, now through March 10th, 2022, and then all of 2023. So you can, you can jump in on that and save a little money. Uh, you can choose from five different itineraries, and that includes Holland and Belgium in springtime. That's a river cruise. The Danube River Cruise, the Danube Christmas Markets. We've talked about Christmas markets in the past. Oh, my gosh. I would love to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the Rhine River and Rhine Christmas Market. So if you can travel on one of these in November and December, I don't think they go sooner than November, but these are going to take you into these very cool cities that are all set up and decorated and people are selling their things. Um, not like a garage sale. So it's more of a, a market and you can get handcrafted things. You can get food, you can get drinks, keep warm, um, handmade, handmade mittens and hats and uh, cuckoo clocks, you know, all kinds of things. <coughs> Excuse me. But, um, yeah, these are the National Geographic um, land, expedition, and river cruises. 
And if you want more information, we can definitely help you out. You can write to us. Um, well, you, you know where to write to us. Um, comments at mousechat.net. Or write to us uh, on our Facebook Mouse Chat community. And we'll, we'll help you out. You know how to contact us one way or another. Um, so yeah, that's what I have. I, I'm very excited about this. I love any opportunity. I love the aspect of learn and then do. Or learn and see, learn and touch. <coughs> so that's what this is all about. And then Yeah. That that sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it's very authentic. It it really puts you in the communities. It's not just hitting all the the touristy spots and highlights. Um, you know, you get to become a part of the experience. I think that's good. And I think that's something that is really going to be a lot different about the travel industry when things do return is people are looking for that very personal connection. Yeah. We've kind of been through that period where as a tourist, like you wanted to see things from the outside, but I, I feel like the industry at large is kind of going through this. I want to stay at, at an Airbnb. I want to stay someplace that's like super authentic. I don't want to stay in a downtown location. I want to be out. I want to be in the community. I want to like really experience everything the area has to offer. And I think that's something really unique about this is that it offers that authentic jump back and forth, but with mobile luxury accommodations. Well, and I don't even think I mentioned that you're going to be getting nice stuff, nice accommodations, luxury, first-class treatment type of thing. Um, you know, the guides, everything. It, it'll be very, very nice. All right, Sharpie, what do you have for us tonight? We are headed to the West Coast. We're going to talk a little bit about the Disneyland Resort. And it, it always it always pains me to do this because it's so tough to hop back and forth between the terminology of downtown Disney and Disney Springs. Mm -hmm. um, but that area at the Disneyland Resort is still called the Downtown Disney District. Um, but they are kicking off a multi-year transformation project. Uh, so a lot of the different things that used to be offered there, uh, they are transitioning the entire, I'm going to call it plaza area, because this is the space that was at one time Disneyland's parking lot for the most part. Um, transforming it into to a, a stunning new lifestyle space. Uh, so they're preparing for a lot of different types of things that are going to be coming in there. Uh, but three things that are out as of right now uh, is Sugar Boo and Company. Uh, you might recognize that name if you are a frequenter of Disney Springs. I love their stuff. It's really cute. Um, but the Earl of Sandwich is saying farewell in late January of 2022. Uh, and then the uh, Starbucks West uh, will also be closing just a few short days later. So January 27th for Earl of Sandwich, January 29th for the Starbucks West location. Uh, they'll both be closed. 
Uh, also, the Disneyland monorail will close on February 14th, uh, and it will be closed through March 6th to accommodate construction near the downtown Disney district monorail station. So you used to plan love that. ahead, yep. be prepared. That downtown Disney used to be the best Sharpie before Disneyland did Disney Sp- or Disney World did Disney Springs. Yeah, it was it was a very a very different approach because it was far more compact. Yeah. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to what they're going to transition that space into. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than anything, they are creating that as an additional tourist attraction uh, because it has always been a a uh, a free way to experience a touch of Disney. Uh, and of course they've had the, the world of Disney store there. Uh, but then all sorts of other kind of high end boutiques and shops that you would find there. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what they're going to transition that into. Yep. Uh, but at the same time, there are some pretty big other changes coming to Disneyland with, uh, resort development and stuff like that. So in partnership with the city of Anaheim, once all of that kind of gets completely underway, we'll be able to talk about it more. Uh, but as of right now, it's all still kind of in the works, um, before the pandemic ever started, they were supposed to launch a new Disney vacation club resort that would have been, uh, of course, villa accommodations, just like DVC is, uh, but would have also expanded the uh, nightly hotel occupancy of the Disneyland Resort. So it's really, it's really, a, a, really a tricky thing because the uh, zoning in the city of Anaheim is far, far, far more restrictive than what Disney experiences. Uh, with their Florida property, because, you know, Disney kind of owns and operates the local government for the majority of the Walt Disney World Resort property. So uh, and they have a a very big uh, pull with Florida state government to kind of get get regulations and stuff like that kind of uh, paved for economic development, whereas the park and and I mean and this is what Walt wanted to get away from um the 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 Anaheim Park Disneyland Resort is landlocked uh so I mean they they have over time acquired additional land in the city of Anaheim uh and there was a a big period of development long about the time that California Adventure opened because yep. once again California Adventure Downtown Disney District, all of that was parking at one time. You could park your car right in front of the park and walk in. Uh, but ever with the advent of the different parking structures in town, uh, they all of that has changed now. So with a, a completely second gate park open now with with um, the uh, with California Adventure and then the complete redevelopment of that park. Uh, completely new lands. It, it's just a, a totally different experience. Uh, and I think really over the next 10 to 15 years, I think there's going to be a lot more footprint expansion uh, of, of what Disney envisions for that park. Uh, and I think really the, the, the city of Anaheim can only benefit from that. So they just have to make sure that it's all done with making sure that it doesn't create traffic traffic jams and all that stuff. So <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. But yeah, big, big, exciting news, especially around the location of the former AMC theater building. So. Oh, I've got one quick news story and then the Sharpie's got a few more. Uh, so today the Disney Skyliner, the International Gateway line will temporarily close. It's going to close uh, January 23rd through the 28th. So that's the one that goes from Epcot over to, uh, what is it, over there by Caribbean Beach, the International Gateway by the Riviera Resort. So I think just for a little while, just for some maintenance. Nice to know they're maintaining it. Yep. I'm good with that. Then we're excited for the Flower and Garden Festival over at Epcot. Sharpie, I think, has the list of bands. This looks They look pretty good. At least these are band names that I recognize. <laughs> That's what I like. In the day. I would pay, I would go, I would pay to see some of these bands. Well, you would. You would pay you with would my pay Epcot gate, ticket. Gate admission price at Epcot to yes, see them. That's right. Uh, but yeah, so if you are the uh, type to rock out with your guitar, uh, the Garden Rocks concert series uh, will be back with the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival this year. So it's pretty exciting, actually. The um, the American Gardens Theater stage will be Friday through Monday uh, with, with nationally and internationally recognized artists. And then Tuesday, Thursday, will feature uh, local Orlando bands to kind of bring, bring, bring some jam uh, to the American gardens theater. But, uh, March 4th through 5th is the guess who, and then March 6th, 7th is Rick Springfield. Uh, new to garden rocks is Melina Leon. Mm. Maybe I'm pronouncing that incorrect. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. And, 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 and as, as we always say, yes, we try our best, but you know, sometimes just it just just doesn't work. Uh, and then March 18th, 19th is Mike Del Guidich. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know who that one is either. Oh, Mike. Yeah. Mike. Mike, that guy. He's, mm. you know, the guy that's currently on tour with Billy Joel. Mike. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mike Del Guidich. Something like that. I don't know. Please. Please tell us how to pronounce this stuff. Uh, March 20th to the 21st, Cool and the Gang. Oh, there you go. Coming to Garden Rocks for the very first time. Uh, then March 25th through the 28th is just the orchestra. Starring former members of the ELO, the Electric Light Orchestra. I so this love is just them. The yeah, that'll be that'll be a good that'll be a good show. They they're 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 fantastic. Uh, April 1st and 2nd is the spinners, uh, April 3rd and April 3rd and 4th, the pointer sisters, April 8th and 9th is blue October, which is also new to garden rocks with a name like blue October. I think they really should have held them over for food and wine, but I don't know who am I. Uh, and then April 15th, 16th is Tommy DeCarlo, who is the singer of the band Boston new to Garden Rocks this year. Uh, April 17th, 18th is Don Felder, formerly of the Eagles. Uh, April 22nd, 23rd is Starship featuring Mickey Thomas. 
April 24th, 25th is Claudia Leite. Once again, terrible pronunciation. Uh, again, no, of can't course, help you. New, uh, new to Garden Rocks this year uh, on uh, her as well. Uh, April 29th and 30th is Berlin. May 1st and 2nd is Toby Mack. May 6th, 7th is Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Not to be confused with mulch, sweat, and shears. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what? That's they they the... perform up in the front of the park. Yes. <laughs> oh, my god. Are they gosh. still there? Are they back? I don't even know. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, cool. They're back. All right. I do believe they are. Or maybe oh. it was the Jammeters that I saw. Maybe. I'll have to in look. October. But, yeah. Uh, May 8th, 9th, the Commodores, new to the Garden Rock series. These are big names. They might be older sure. names, but they're good names. Yeah. Uh, May 13th, 14th, Ambrosia with Peter Beckett, new. Uh, May 20th, 21st, A Flock of Seagulls. Mm. May recognize that name. Yep. Definitely. They, they were... Uh, they were they were they were they were big way back in the day. Uh, May twenty third and May twenty second twenty third is Colin Ray, also new to Garden Rocks. Uh, May twenty seventh twenty eighth is Thelma Houston. May twenty ninth thirtieth is the Little River Band. Oh my god! Not to be confused with Emmett Otter and his Jug Band, uh, <laughs> or the Big River Band. Uh, or the big river band. I haven't seen an Emmett. Right. I, I I remember watching that. I don't remember the, the Muppet Emmett Otter. Oh my gosh. I watched it with the boys over Christmas and they kept looking at me like, dad, what is this? <laughs> I know it's not very good. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love Emmett Otter. But anyway, uh, June 3rd through 6th is simple plan. Uh, another, another big name, uh, June 10th through the 13th. Big, big, big name here. Herman's Hermits, starring Peter Noon. Aww. Exactly. And then uh, you can stop over June 17th through the 20th and say hey there to a very special lady, uh, along with the plain white tees which you may recognize the plain white tees from having a very, 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 very popular hit. Uh, do you happen to know what that very popular what hit was, was Lisa? I don't. Steve, do you know what, what the plain white even, tees are there? Do you no. know what their big, big hit was? Give me no. the title. Let me see if I can come up with a tune. Hey there, Delilah. Aw. It's like in New York City. Yep. Huh. So that is that is a plain white tease. So pretty exciting. I mean, that is a huge, huge lineup. Uh, so that will, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be, it's gonna be big. So uh, you can secure your spot at the garden at the show by booking a Garden Rocks dining package available Friday through Monday. Uh, and then of course you can find out more by going to freshepcot.com. So that's where you can get a scoop on the Garden Rocks concert series that is part of the International Flower and Garden Festival starting March 4th through the 5th with the Guess Who. 
Very cool. Yeah. Whether you well, want to check out Cool and the Gang, whether you want to check out uh, the Pointer Sisters, whether you want to check out Toby Mac and Jam Along, get your get your get your worship on, whether you want to check out a flock of seagulls, just don't look up. Yes. Don't, don't mm-hmm. want to get bird poop in your eyes. Yeah, we got that. <laughs> Work. <laughs> or check out Herman's Hermits or the Plain White Tees. So yeah. great, great lineup. I'm yeah. like, what was um the I'm date like, for? Okay, I think I'm going to be down there for like what? What is it? Three months, all the way through June 20th. So yeah, I think I'm just going to go hang out at Epcot for a couple months. All right, Sharpie and Steve, pick one band to see. Who would oh, it be? I don't know. Ooh. Honestly, yes. Honestly, really, there's a lot. Of- I, I really, I, I, I'm. I think I would be most excited to see the plain white tees at Epcot. Wow. Hmm. I really, I like their music. I think so. If I went with, of, if I went hits. with Brooke, I, she would like Cool in the Gang. Mm-hmm. Or she might like the Commodores. If 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 I if I'm thinking of the right songs when I say the word Commodores, um, <laughs> I believe. They have similar songs to Cool in the Gang. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good names. I'm actually going for Herman's Hermits. I don't even remember. I know I know the name, but I don't know what are the songs. Hum, hum one of them for me. I'm sure I'll know it Give when it you say good. it. Lisa's there's looking them up. Okay. Hush. All over the world. Oh, okay. Tonight. Okay, there you go. There's all, all sorts of all I'm sorts sure. of stuff. I'm trying to find so. their biggest hits. Um, we, we did we see the Pointer Sisters? I think we saw. Yeah, them we did. At a private party, they were really Mrs. good. Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely daughter. Oh. Um, I might. Oh, you know what the best one is ever, and you're gonna hate me for doing this. I'm Henry the Eighth. I am Henry the Eighth. I am. Uh, I am. I got married to the widow next door. Come on, Sharpie. She'd been married seven times before, and everyone, everyone was Henry. Henry. <laughs> Never yep. was a Willie or a Sam. Henry the Eighth. Uh, I am. I am. I'll make sure I'm not there June tenth to the thirteenth. Henry the Eighth. I am. Well, this sounds awful. Wow. <laughs> Second verse, same as the first. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, yes. Oh, did they do silhouette, 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 silhouette? No? I don't know. Okay. I think they did. Well, it's a perfect time to go. Because, I, you're taking me. Because it's... I'm uh, into something good. Because you want to get out of uh, the cold and get down there for the Flower and Garden Festival. <laughs> Right now, right now you can still hit some good days where it's not freezing in Orlando if you time it right. It just depends. Because the thing about the Flower and Garden Festival is it inspires you to go home and yeah, start, spruce up your yard. Yep. You want to start spring early and then I come home and it's cold and miserable. Steve gets inspired by all the rock gardens and the grottos yeah. and he comes home and turns our yard into a grotto. I'm almost done, Sharpie. Can you blame him? I mean, it's it's really, really cool. He did it at the previous house, and he's doing it here. Yep. 
Good, good for you, Steve. Good for. Are, are, are you doing the whole dry riverbed thing? Is that? Uh, I dug a, I, I, I made a big koi pond, like tw- with fake rocks, with twenty feet by twenty feet, and I dug it by hand. Yeah, four feet deep, which took a long time, <laughs> like months. That, that, I was going to say that sounds <laughs> so awful. That sounds grueling. It was horror through clay and rock. Well, and he did it all summer. I did it literally. For months. You really should have just like I know sunk one weekend into it and <laughs> yeah. rented a, a, a bobcat or no, something. I know. So I dug a twenty a fifteen foot by fifteen what are you foot. Doing it with a sand pail and garden shovel? Pretty I much. Mean, pretty much. It took forever. I did get you a new shovel. Oh yes. At, at the when I was done. <laughs> so and then I made big rocks, like huge rocks. I only have one more to finish, and then I have to um put the texture on them. But then winter came, so now it's now it's on hold, and then we'll put the koi in there. And the koi so that new shovel, Steve. Did you? I, did you really, I will have you to really try. The, I'll have to try the new shovel. No, I, I did not take it yet, Sharpie. <laughs> but I will post pictures when it's done. It's massive, and then I oh made all. The, I watched all the fake rock videos, and I I bought over a hundred things of rebar, ten foot pieces of rebar, and I bent them all. Into rocks. With his bare hands. Well, no, I, well the, <gasps> that was. Now he has a barb. I have a thing. a thing that bends rebar. That was horrible as well. <laughs> that was really off. And then so I bent all these rocks and then I covered them in wire. And then I put uh, concrete on them and then mortar and then texture and then paint. And uh, it's getting there. It'll be done in the spring. When when it warms up, I need I need a couple more weekends. So I, is this gonna are you is this gonna look like it looks like the the uh, the 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 rock work at uh like La Cellier? Is is this like are you going yeah. for like a whole waterfall theme? Yeah, is it's that? got a waterfall in the back and it's got a big pond and then and it's kind of surrounded by boulders and plants and but they're they're not small. They're, I don't know. I mean, they're big enough to climb on. The kids are climbing on them. There is no bolder choice than big rocks. So I made three fake, I, I did three earlier in the year just to taste it. Yes. <laughs> just to test it out. So to get the technique down. So I figured that out. And then, then I went all in. And then I was going to do a little thing for Brooke, like a little splashy area. But after this taking about a year, I don't think that that's going to happen. Well, she's going to be old enough to have her own kids play in it. That's true. By the time it would be done. Come on, Steve. Pull it together. It's fun. It's it's just so much work. It's so hard. It's hot. It takes it takes a lot of time. It's it's not easy. If you have a crew of people, I'm sure it's easy. When you're doing it on your own, it takes a long time. Well, get on it. I mean, <sighs> pick, pick, yep. pick up a couple... Pick oh. up a couple helpers for the weekend. Yes, and-, and then go. Well, now it's too cold. So, but, uh, it'll, and then I'll have to do the landscaping after I get it all done. So I, th- I think we're going to have like a mouse chat work weekend and we're just going to yes. cheer Steve on as yes. he digs a giant hole in his yard. Well, this was all because we had koi in our other little water garden that were too big. And then I was going to move them into this and then, um, that, that turned into a disaster. So that's another story, but, um. So, so now we're going to have two so big water features. does this look features. really awesome or are you going to be kind of humble and play at Koi? No, it looks, it'll, yes, it, look, it looks awesome. 
A little, little cost, and when it's done, it's coming along. Right now, it it looks um, it looks better. I temporarily painted it just to so because I couldn't stand looking at it anymore until I got it done. So, so yes, but yes, I'm sure I'll be inspired when I go back to Epcot for Flower and Garden, and then spring will be here, and then I will hopefully knock it out. Get all sorts of big ideas from yes. That. There you go. Don't encourage him. There you go. More waterfalls and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, the gardening over there is amazing. It's universal too. They do a good job at landscaping. But the good news is it it would have cost around forty to sixty thousand dollars to have the koi pond put in. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And so I What? Well, because it's like a pool. Yeah. Like the ones that they do, like that you hire people, it's like they put all these filters in and they, it's, it's insane. It's ridiculous. I was like, so I, guacamole. Yeah, it's insane. So I've been doing it all by hand. Yeah. Well, because he kept saying, I want to do this. I want to do this. And we're way off track, but he, he kept wanting to make a bigger pond for the fish. Yeah. And, you know, he kept putting it off. And so I shopped around and I got some prices and I'm like, uh, Steve can do it. Yeah. So I bought stuff online and watched a lot of YouTube videos. Lots. <laughs> so it's almost done. Yeah. It, but it looks a lot easier on YouTube videos. Like, oh, they just bend the rebar. And then they tie it together with these little metal twisty things. And, uh, and, you, and you make little rock forms. And then you put cut chicken wire. And then you're like, oh, bending rebar takes a long time and a lot of effort. So and a lot of concrete. Yes. How many bags so far? A lot of cement. And then I've been hand mixing all the cement, like bag by bag. Because usually they come. Oh my gosh! They they spray it. Buy a cement mixer at Harbor Freight. I know. Well, they usually spray it. Oh my gosh! I know. I've been hand mixing them, and I carry them all one by one, and then I hand mix them all. It takes forever. Mouse chat listeners, (laughs) (laughs) if any of you do. This type I of work, know, it's please reach out with your bottom dollar <laughs> quote. I'm almost done. <laughs> because, Steve, you're going to kill yourself. I know. I'm almost done now, though. Yeah. 30,000 bags of concrete. Uh, you, I know. You, the amount of concrete, I buy like I buy like 10 or 20 bags at a time, and then I got to load them in the, car, in the car, and I got to drive them home, then I got to take them to the backyard, and then I got to hand mix them in a bin with a hoe. It's oh, my great. gosh. Yeah. It's fun. It's a lot of good exercise. There's an episode. <laughs> I can't remember which, which show it is on Disney plus, but like one, well, it's one of the, like one of Disney's concrete, like their rock work artists. Oh, and I'm like sure. It's gotta be amazing. Work. I have to, I have to, I have to figure out, I have to remember which one it is and, uh, and, and send you the, send you the link to it. Steve, I'm sure it's, it's amazing. Yeah. You, 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 you can aspire to the, yes. uh, I've been to the, yes. to, the, to the rock work. I know. There's a guy in California who does all these really cool grottos and stuff. And he's got like a ebook that I bought. And then I chatted with him a few times and he makes it look so easy. And then you're like, wow, this is really hard. <laughs> so how big is this? It's, it's, it's really, it's like 20 feet by 20 feet. Oh my! I don't like, think so it's like that square big. fifteen by fifteen. Yeah, it's a, well the the well, liner no, the liner is twenty by twenty. It's freeform. So yeah, so it's it's a kind of a freeform thing, but the whole area the liners, so it's probably fifteen by fifteen yeah. when it's done, and it's four feet deep 
for and it's four feet deep in the four in, square feet in, in the in the main section because you have you to at least deep area you got to keep the fish at least yes be four feet deep they don't freeze and then the boulders are what maybe three feet high mm, some of them two to three two to three feet high and four to six feet long maybe well because four you feet. put them together yeah they're all kind of glum together in different shapes yeah. okay now you're gonna have to post i'll pictures. have to post pictures when it's oh my gosh when it looks yeah. better. I, like, I, i'm it's exciting it'll be exciting sharpie it'll be cool it'll be cool when I, it's done i am both shocked and impressed it'll be I it'll think be his we had at my other house i built this giant waterfall and um like really big and well, you built a pond because we lit. I built a pond. The hill went down. Yeah, and then I so built a water. So we had a pond at the top, and then a waterfall that went into an, a second pond. Yeah, and then I built the one that the kids would splash in. That went down to the. Oh yeah, the one yeah. over right directly. Yeah, yeah. So he built lots of things. Yeah, and then all the oh, and then the yeah, then the other pond and a stream and yeah. So then Brooke is like, I want a waterfall that I can splash in, like at the other house. So anyway. Oof. You could turn on the waterfall and it would it would fill up the, the little reservoir. Yeah, it would fill up the little pool area kind of in the bottom and we'd walk across stuff. So Yeah. The old house had a cool backyard. Yeah. So it's it's getting there. This one's just more of a koi pond. Wow, that there was you go. One of our biggest tangents. Ever. So yeah, anybody who wants to do a koi pond, I'll send you photos. But what's cool is we're going to get our koi from, they have a koi rescue in Atlanta. And uh, yeah, so, we'll, so they, they rescue fish that outgrow their current habitat. And, and then someone with a bigger habitat can come along and buy them. I don't know. Sounds kind of fishy. Oh, yes. my gosh. Oh, my gosh, Sharpie. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I, however, I'm sure it will go swimmingly, though. Mm. See, I'm glad we added that in there. <laughs> or else we would have had no puns. Yeah. Exactly. Well. But, but in, in, a, in, another, in another stretch of news, uh-huh. uh, headed back to Walt Disney World, since, you know, this is mouse chat. We're going to talk about mice for just a minute. Well, not, not exactly mice. We're talking about Jesse's Trading Post store and Roundup Rodeo Barbecue that is opening in Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios in 2022. Uh, so the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue had been announced previously, but it didn't have a specific opening uh, timeline. But now uh, for all of us honorary toys, uh, we are glad to be able to provide the information that it's coming down the pike. 2022, okay. uh, the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue will be a table service uh, location. So you can pretty much bet that you're going to need an advanced dining reservation, uh, to, uh, have a meal with the toys. So, okay. yeah. Hmm. So, so is it like be... a character? It's been so long. Is it character dining or is it quick service or do we at, know at the current? No, no, it's, it's table service. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so, so you'll be, you'll be able to, um, Okay. So table service. Dine with your, dine with your favorite, favorite toys. Okay, so, cool. 
All right. So, and then hopefully everything will be back to normal by the time this opens up and we'll have a, a fun Toy Story table service restaurant. It'll be the, the first dedicated Pixar yeah. restaurant. That is a long time coming. Yeah. It is. Wow. A very, very, very long time coming. And in kind of other like somewhat quasi related news, uh, they are finally adding shade to the dining area at the lunchbox. Oh, thank God. That's good. So. Well, that whole yeah, they, place, the whole oh land. Gosh, the whole land is so brutal. Hot. Yeah. It's all cement. Yeah, it is. No. And, and there's no mature landscaping. No. No, like as far as tall trees for shade, nope. uh, they went through and added in like the, the, the umbrellas along the queue line, uh, for slinky dog dash. Uh, and that helped some, but that land is just so hot. Yeah. Yeah. The only place to go indoors. I mean, you could say you could go into, um, midway mania, but, uh, the restrooms. You, you go in the yeah. restrooms and that's where you cool off. The, there, there's not more than half, uh, half of the, the, um, the queue for slinky dog is outdoor, completely outdoors. Uh, the, the majority of the, the, the queue for alien swirling saucers is outdoors. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that there's not much shade yeah. to be had once you are in Toy Story Land. All right, well, that does that wrap us up, Lisa? I think so. We hit them all. And we hit your tangent. Yes. Oh, we forgot. What? We forgot about the biggest Oh, one. that's right. Oh, my gosh. Figment. <laughs> the popcorn Oh, my bucket. gosh. Right, the popcorn buckets. Half our conversation earlier tonight was on this. And I know. Wow. So, no, Steve, we are not ready to wrap it up. Well, that's right. The oh. Figment popcorn buckets. So, so what happened with them, Sharpie? We want to we give them the highlight. Oh, my gosh. Hours long wait for a popcorn bucket that is Figment. I, saw, I think I saw people... I saw it reported like anywhere between six and eight hours for sale on eBay oh my for gosh. hundreds of dollars. What was the highest you saw? Oh, I saw some on eBay, but I don't know if they actually sold, oh. but it, the I saw some listed for like, I saw one listed for 500. I've, I've saw most of them in the two to $200 range. Um, Let's see. Lisa's pulling some up now. And then, uh, oh, then the picture that the guy drew of the figment popcorn bucket. Oh, there's, oh my a, there's another one up now. There was one up a couple of days ago that was up to $10,000 for the picture that someone drew of a figment popcorn bucket, which I'm sure was just a joke, but um, people had bid it up to that amount. So that was pretty funny. Okay. So people are buying them. These are sold prices, yeah. completed listings on eBay. For those hundred dollars plus nineteen for shipping. One se- yeah, one seventeen plus eighteen, ninety-two plus fifteen, one thirty-five plus ten, one twenty-five free shipping, one eighty-nine plus twelve. I wonder if I can sort this by ended recently priced highest first. Here we go. 
Price high. Oh, there, oh, there it is. There's the figment drawing. Number one. Yeah. That benefits. Crazy. That was 10, so, 10 grand, which I'm sure no one ever actually paid. Yeah. This one says $1,075. No one paid that though. There's no way. There, someone, no. They must have just bid it up and then let it. But then you've got 810. You have 650, 330. I believe that one's real. That's probably real. 305, 275, $20 shipping. Wow. It's almost three, 300 bucks. Yeah. 281, 250, 230, 240. Steve, you need to go out there and get some. <laughs> Figment. I, honestly, I think, I think some of the hype has, has kind of settled down a little bit whenever they Disney just kept producing box after box, after box, after box, after box, after box of them. I think people thought that they were a, a much, much shorter supply, but I mean, I mean, let's be honest, Disney's going to run out of them at some, at some yeah. point in time. Cause Sharpie they're selling for $25. Yeah. Sharpie one sold today for two Oh two fifty plus $11 shipping. That's insane. One sold yesterday for 200. Wow. It comes with figment popcorn, but then I heard they ran out of the figment popcorn. Yeah. Which is crazy because if you bought the you number would, of bought the, yeah. the number of popcorn buckets, I don't understand you think that they would have the because it's yeah. like a prepackaged popcorn. Yeah, so I, that's what I don't get. How are they? Yeah, it's rainbow popcorn. Oh, that's yeah. So then I heard they were giving you a a figment spork. A what? A figment spork instead of the popcorn. What? How's that a, equivalent? I don't know. It's not. But what are they going to do? Oh, here's the spork. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the spork. The spork is two dollars and fifty cents. How much are they selling the spork for? Well, it came with the popcorn bucket. Oh yeah, because yeah, because they they got they got screwed out of the popcorn because they. I don't understand. That's what I thought, Sharpie. I'm like, well, how do you? It's a one to one ratio. Well, so now they I obviously, want a figment spork. Well, I'll have to go get you a figment spork. Yay. Two dollars and fifty cents. Plastic. <laughs> oh my goodness! It was, it would be Look, this guy took a picture in the park right after he bought it. I saw people. They, you know, those little like playground food areas when they have these festivals that are off to the side with the little tables and the fake grass and the. Uh-huh. They were all uh, people taking photos on every table with someone of their popcorn. Yeah, bucket. taking photos to list them on eBay. I mean, we, we, it's not hard to remember the fist fight that broke out. Oh, I know. Weekend of the anniversary kickoff yep. over popcorn buckets in the magic kingdom. Or so the, um, yep. at least we haven't had any fist fights. Oh, they had, then there was the Starbucks mugs or something that people went crazy for on the 50th yeah. anniversary. Oh, and then they were duking it out in the, uh, <laughs> emporium. Yes. There are a lot of people that bought these things for over $150. I haven't even dipped below 150 yet. On the sold listings. Yeah. I'm at 157, 159 with varying shipping, but this is a lot of popcorn road trip stuff going on there. Oh, so much fun. All right. Yeah. Here's one that sold yesterday for 150. Hmm. Unreal. I don't understand at all why, but whatever. People collect everything. 
Figment. Well, I understand Figment, right? I hope Disney sees this as, you know, we should really ramp up the Figment attraction because you know what? Yeah, it's Disney fans love Figment. And, you know, we've put Figment on every piece of festival merchandise (laughs) from flower and garden to food and wine to festival of the arts. You know, we should probably really plus up that that attraction that we have over in the corner of the park there. I know. You know, that hasn't been touched since what? Oh, my God. Early 2000s. Yeah, and it's awful with the new it's ride. It's terrible. The, the, it's broken down half, but the last time I wrote it, hmm. the the sequencing was off. Ugh. So, like, there were certain segments that were not playing, and then there were other segments that were, like, repeating, like, the first 30 seconds. I'm like, come <laughs> on, Disney. You can do better than this. Uh, yeah, that ride. Well, and now the technology is so much better. They need to do, like, a runaway railway really cool projection trackless something in there and make it up to today's standard that ride was awesome when it opened and then they re-themed it and it was horrible they must have had zero budget and then they just let it rot so hopefully and it's imagination it should be the best attraction anywhere so hopefully I'm surprised yeah, you it's can never have fun making that. yeah it's never come up in any of the redesign stuff ever even in this last round of stuff that a lot of it got cut there was no new imagination pavilion eventually wow i thought it was like a 15 minute show there there it goes so lisa i think we're ready to wrap it up now okay (laughs) uh okay let's wrap up the show i'd like to thank pixie vacations for sponsoring the podcast if you have comments or questions for us you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening to all of our sidebars. Um, And please join us again next time on Mousechat.